Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting from the Kia Studios. It's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you here on this Tuesday evening from the Kia Studios. Going to be with you for the full three. We ask you to download the Odyssey app. We know you're not in the car as much. You want to listen in, though. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices today. You can use the smartphone. You can use your Alexa speakers. You can use your tablet. You can use your tape deck, your Texas Instruments calculator, your BlackBerry. Whatever your device is, just download it on something to be able to catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to be a part of the show is follow us on our personal Twitter pages I am at JMCH316. That is your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. As always, producing the show on the other side of the glass, our guy Orrin is here. I at see Orrin Romain. you, yes. I see you. I'm here. We're here together. I'm yes. uh, sitting in the dark. Um, I don't. I, I like it it's without the ominous. lights. I don't yeah. like that. It makes you look even more evil. Well, yes. That's. Uh, I am the biggest heel so around here. Um, it is weird, though, because... The lights are off, but they're still lights on. The light switch is off, but half of the lights are on. I don't know how that works, but anyway. I figured they would, there'd be somebody to fix that, right? Maybe. Well, <laughs> yeah. You, you like our computers and everything else that uh, you know doesn't work <laughs> properly. But anyway, um, that's neither here nor there. So uh, we got a whole bunch to get into here with uh, you this evening. Um We'll talk to Matt Merchel coming up at uh, 740, uh, National College Football Writer for the Atlanta Sentinel. He also covers the Central Florida. Um, they're, they're, they're not the Golden Knights anymore, right? They're just the Knights. 
I believe, right, Oren? That they're because they switched that in the early mid two thousands. They're that they were the Golden Knights when George O'Leary was there, but now they're just the Central Florida Knights. So they will take on Georgia Tech. So he and I are gonna break down all things, you know, in the world of college football. Um, look, I I I believe that Florida State got screwed. I I think that what have we heard for twenty five years? Maybe twenty, thirty, twenty five minimum years. Handle your business. Have we not heard how many times have we heard that over the last twenty five years? Handle your business. Don't let the polls decide. Don't let the computers decide. Don't let playoff committees decide. Put your fate in your hands, right? Haven't we heard that for 25 years? Well, what did Florida State do? They won every game. Every every team, every game that was presented in front of them. For half the season, they had the two best wins in college football, going to Death Valley and beating LSU at the very beginning of the season. They had the two best wins in college football for at least half the season. So I think they got hosed. I don't think either a Texas or an Alabama with one loss because it should matter that what results are. But, again, we're going to go to 12 teams next year, and, you know, it's it's kind of neither here nor there. We do have the field set, obviously. Um, we've got Michigan, Alabama. We've got uh, Washington and um, um, uh, Texas. So, again, the field is all set and ready to go. Um, we can cry and complain about it uh, as much as we want, but nothing is really going to change uh, from that standpoint. Uh, we'll talk to our buddy Mike Rothstein coming up at 820. We'll get into some Falcons football. Look, what do I always say? A win is a win is a win is a win. And you go on the road in the NFL and get a victory, doesn't matter how it happens. One point, 80 points, you score two points, they score one doesn't matter. You find a way to win. And that's what the Falcons did. You know, their defense came up big. Look, the Jets' offense, especially at the quarterback position, is it's three times worse than anything you think Desmond Ritter is. They, they had Susan Boyle playing quarterback, and they benched him in favor of Trevor Simeon. That's how bad it was for Susan Boyle. They benched him in favor of Trevor Simeon. And then did you see today? He got cut. He didn't get injured. He didn't go on IR. He didn't go on the DL. He got cut because he's a hobo. He's he's got a bag, a stick and bender. Was he got a can of beans? He's got he's got like the charcoal beard and all that kind of stuff. He's a hobo. That's what guys like him are. Again, his sister, Susan Boyle, is more famous than him. Aren't they brothers and sisters? No. Huh? No. Isn't she from Gotham as well or something like that? She's she's huh? from across the pond. Oh. Lake Lanier? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm all confused anyway. So, But, no, look, they're a dreadful offense. Yeah, they, they do some things running the football well. Okay, they've got a terrific wide receiver. But if you don't have a quarterback, what difference does it make, right? We see that here. We see that here. We can't get the football, you know, to some of our guys. So you did what you had to do. It's all that matters. And and the Aints lost. Are are they going to play? Um, are they going to have to start Jameis Winston this week? I mean, I, you know what? If you're the Saints, that's a better option. 
Because Derek Carr has played some of his worst football ever. You know why? Because what have I told you for uh, years now? He's a loser. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars, had all kinds of weapons in his career, and he's got one playoff game. Not win, a playoff game that he has played in. And how, how long has he been in the league now? A, a 12 years? At, at least a decade for Derek Carr? He's a loser. Put the big L on his forehead because that's what he is. So if you win against the Suckaneers on Sunday, you open up a, a mighty division lead. And especially if if the Aints can't figure it out, because we're a game and a half now up on New Orleans. You'll knock uh, the Suckaneers out of the, out of the division if you beat them. By the way, we talked about this. It's the lowest winning percentage for a division in NFL history. The lowest winning percentage for an entire division in the history of the NFL. So it's not just the Carolina Panthers who suck. It's the Suckaneers. It's the Aints. And in some ways, it's the Falcons because the Falcons are only a 500 team right now. So we'll talk to Mike Rothstein. We'll get some Falcons talk in. Uh, We'll also hear from the head coach coming up in the Falcons flyover um, about his presser um, yesterday. So um, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on in the show. So Hawks play tomorrow night. They've got uh, the Brooklyn Nets at home uh, tomorrow. So the Nets will be here at at State Farm Arena. We're just about 25%. I I believe that when we get through uh, the Brooklyn Nets, we will be a quarter of the way because right now I think we are, or I believe it's 23.2% of the way through the season. It's, what, 19 games out of 82, right? 19 divided by 82 I believe is about 23.2%. So we're just about at the quarter way point. Right now, the Hawks are 9-10 and 10 on the season, and they give up the fourth most points in the NBA per night. Let me repeat that, okay? Hawks are 9-10 and 10 on the season, um, and they give up the four, fourth most points in the NFL, or sorry, in the uh, NBA. And by the way, they are, positional-wise, they are 10th in the Eastern Conference. The teams that are behind them, Toronto, Charlotte, Chicago, Washington, and Detroit. And by the way, Washington and Detroit are 5-34. and 34. Let me repeat that. Washington and Detroit combined are 5-34. and 34. But the Hawks at 10th, they give up the fourth most points per night. Is this how we expected the first quarter of the season to go? What didn't I? Wasn't I told all off season? Oh yeah, we're gonna bring everybody back, and we've got. Let, let me ask you a question. So, did they hire Quinn Snyder, the head coach, just a couple of weeks ago, Orn? No, he's been there for a while. Uh, has he been there? So, what, did they hire him just about the time regular season started? No, they hired him last year. W- w- was he here for all of training camp? 
Yes, he was here was, for was all of Was he here training. for all of summer camp and summer uh, activities? He was here. He's been here for a, a while. What Was he here at, at all at the end of last season? Yeah, he was here at the end of last season. What Was he here when they made, were in the play-in tournament and the, the playoffs? Was he here for that, too? He was here for that. Huh. Huh. Okay. I told Carl Duke something today, and I think I'm, I'll tell you the same thing, too. Watching Indiana last night do what they did, Indiana is a better version of Atlanta right now. Like They yeah. are better offensively. Like they, they do everything that Atlanta does just better. Like Indiana is the team that Atlanta thinks that they that they should be, but they're not right now. Well, I mean, look, Tyrese Halliburton is a monster. I mean, and aren't they? They play Milwaukee, do they not? I mean, do they play the 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 play in tournament finals are coming down to potentially Indiana and Milwaukee? Are they not? I think that I think that's who got still- the two games. Uh, who was the New Orleans one there is last night, right? That's in the West, though. So we got Milwaukee and New York and Phoenix and L.A. tonight. So, And I think they kind of – they'll find out their draws. I think it's tonight they find out so they, what the they, draw is. They're going to see what kind of drawers they're going to wear? Draw? Uh-huh. What teams they're going to be playing so against? What it, It's like what type of underwear they're going to have draw. on? Draw. Draw, John Chuckery. Drawer. Draw. Draw. Drawer. Like those are, those, are, those are two different. Like the Marvel character Tahor. Those are th- drawers. I think the dark is making you more evil now. Oh. <laughs> like at least in the light, you can suck in some of the goodness. Well, listen, There's no goodness I, in that room I, right I'm, now. For you I'm to a year just, older just, now. I'm a year more cantankerous. By the way, happy belated birthday, Thank sir. Thank you. So you're not on the Facebooks, and sometimes that's how I know about people's birthdays. So mm-hmm. yes, but no, happy belated birthday though, sir. Yes. Yeah, we. Uh, my daughter and I went out. I got an 18 inch, uh, 18 ounce piece. Excuse of Excuse you. Yeah, I got an eighteen ounce piece of prime rib. There you go. And uh, all gratin potatoes and a cup of clam chowder, and uh, we were ready to roll. There you go. So uh, it was a good time. Um, so we've ate, we've ate really good over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, now, y'all I, have. I will say. I mean, with birthdays and and Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff. Now it's my my uh, a week from yesterday is my ex wife's birthday. Do you do do you wish her happy birthday? Um, again, we're gonna get her a gift. We exchange we get. Gifts that you know my daughter will give to each other. So my daughter gave me my gift bag last night, and we'll go get uh, my ex once a gift certificate from um, her uh, nail salon, like for a manicure and pedicure and all that kind of stuff. So we'll do all of that kind of stuff. So um, we do, and and we exchange Christmas gifts and stuff like that, you know, as well. Just again, I take my daughter shopping, and we try to figure out what what we want and. Just allow her to have a little bit of fun with it all. Although she doesn't like her mother either, so but um, that's a that's a whole other separate uh, story. So anyway, um, Braves making lots of moves here. Um, a lot of rumor and innuendo that surrounds the Atlanta Braves. I will say this very quickly. Um, I don't think we're in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Um, that contract did not. I, I heard Mike Bell say about Trevor Bauer. I would love to have Trevor Bauer. They're not going to pick up. $90 million or whatever for a couple of years or whatever like that. Like, they're just not going to do that. Like, they haven't come off the hip to pay Max Freed yet. They're not coming off the hip to pay a guy who's come up through their organization as an ace for this squad. How they got, how they going to go out and pay, you know, $200 million for Otani? Or what did, what did Aaron Nola get, 160 170 or something like that? Like, they're not going to pay that kind of money for 
those kinds of guys. So it's a pipe dream. Yeah, and again, would I like to have one of those guys or something? Yeah, absolutely. But this team won like how many games did they win? Like 131 during the regular season, somewhere around that range. Well, 128, 106. Oh, okay. 106. Was that enough wins to get the the job done? No. Oh, okay. Well, during the regular season, it was. Playoffs. You were just different. downer, downer. Again, I mean, it's ridiculous to watch these things. It's it's ridiculous to watch some of these things unfold. I speak the truth here. Anyway. All right. Here's what we're doing. 404-726-0929. You heard me ask Mike Bell and Carl Dukes this question. I'm going to open up to you on the phone line. Assuming that the Falcons win the division, does the outcome of the playoffs even matter to you? Assuming we win the division and we're in the playoffs, and at that point we'd host a home playoff game, does the result of the playoff game even matter? 404-726-0929. We'll take your calls next. Chuck Green, Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 99 Game, Odyssey.com app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back at a Chuck Reese show. Hanging out with you here in the Kia Studios Tuesday night with you. All right, here's what we got going on. 404-726-0929. So first, that is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. If you want to jump on board, that is also our phone line. So we're opening up the phone lines to you. We'll be fan friendly uh, in this segment. Here's the question that we're asking. Assuming that the Falcons win the division, does the playoff really matter at that point? So let's say the Falcons find a way to win the division. And then they play the Dallas Cowboys at home. Right now they would be playing the Cowboys at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in a first-round playoff game, right? Well, let's say they lose 37-10. to 10. Let's say that against a good team with a dominant pass rusher 
and a good offensive line and a good offense and all, let's say we lose 37-10. Does it matter that much? Because all I keep hearing is, well, it doesn't matter what we do in the playoffs. We were never expected to do anything in the playoffs. Okay. So as long as we win the division, does the playoff really matter at that point? 404-726-0929. By the way, too, um, very quickly, the MLB draft lottery results were just all figured out. Um, The Braves are going to pick 24th in the first round of the draft. Believe it or not, the Cleveland Guardians – have the number one overall pick. It's the first time in franchise history. Now think about how many dreadful teams the Indians have had. It's the first time that they've ever picked number one in the draft. Now I don't know who the number one pick is, but it's crazy to think that that's the first time ever that they've picked in the MLB draft. So, And the Braves will pick 24th. All right, 404 726 Oh, no, uh, sorry, 0929. Yep. Uh, let's start with Vincent in Riverdale. What's going on, Vincent? What's going on, Tucker? How hey, you man. doing tonight? Good, man. How's it going? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. All right, so does it matter uh, if we win the division, uh, what happens in the playoffs? I think so because, um, for one, I think we still have a big question mark about our team on offense. Um, if we – can barely get to the playoff of what we've been doing this season. I'm kind of thinking to the point where if we had somebody that could really just run the offense how far we could go, um, get this. Last year, uh, we had way less talent than we have this year on, on offense. Um, and we're av- we we are averaging 18 points a game this season. Mm-hmm. Last year, we averaged 23. So, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I, I, I need to – these last five games, I'm definitely looking to see what we need to do as far as go ahead and try to get a quarterback. Uh, we we had high season of not winning and what if or what if. This year was supposed to be a good year for us. So I um, I definitely think it matters if we uh, win the division. And, thanks and, for taking my call. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. And here's the other thing, too. If you win the division this year, you know you play a first-place schedule next year. You don't play all the bottom feeders of the NFL next year. You play based upon where you finish in the division. You play a first-place schedule. Now, that's not that's going to mean you're not playing Tim Boyle and first-ever start for half the league when we play him at quarterback, the Will Levises and the Bryce Youngs and all that kind of stuff. You're going to play a first-place schedule Next year. And then it will get real from there. 404-726-0929. Let's grab Pete out in Peachtree City. What's going on, Pete? The Bre- the Falcons are in the worst possible spot. They're in the middle ground. So if you win the division, you get another mid-first, late-first pick. Or if you draft a quarterback at that spot, you don't expect him to come in as a rookie and do anything. So you're in the same spot again next year while your skill guys start getting older and older and older. So what do you expect, not you, and but the, the general uh, population, what do we expect? Even if they make the playoffs, they're not on an upward trajectory. They're not. The Falcons are in a terrible position. You either need to lose to get a high quarterback, or what are you going to do, take another shot on another third-round quarterback? 
and then you're just you're kicking the can down the road while you're accomplishing nothing. Everyone knows the Falcons are not going to win a playoff game. So what's the point of making the playoffs? Just so you can say, well, we won the worst division in football. Well, and not only that, but you win the division. Right now, you would have the 19th pick in the first round. And by the way, that's not going to get you a Jaden Daniels or a May or one of those guys. Like, you're talking about, you know, now you get into the Bo Nixes and people like that. And I don't want Bo Nix, but I'm just saying you go to that second group of quarterbacks if that's where you're going to draft. But I don't know that what tells you if they win the division that they're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. All right, what is this, Tup Skills out in Woodstock? What's going on, Tup Skills? Hey, man. Hey, Thanks what's for up, taking buddy? my call. Sure. Yeah, I don't really agree. I mean, we're in first place in the division. We need to go ahead and secure that title. And, uh, you know, we might have a really great game in our first game in the playoffs. Like, why are we trying to tank? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know, man. We paid Heineke like $7 million a year. And um, I don't know. That's a question I posed to, the, uh, to you guys. Like, who should be our starting quarterback? I do like Ritter's mobility. I don't know. He just makes some really bad decisions sometimes. Or we've had some bad outcomes. So, I don't know what the uh, right quarterback is. But um, I definitely think we need to back our Falcons 100% because we're in the driver's seat to win this. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, but the the question becomes, again, let's say we lose 37-10. And I understand anything can happen, but the likelihood of us beating one of the upper echelon teams in the NFC, you know, is probably unlikely. But, again, anything can happen. I certainly know we ain't beating the 49 Have you seen Christian – Orrin, have you seen Christian McCaffrey? you see what he did – what he look like, what he's looked like now that he's healthy. You know, Brock Purdy is the betting favorite for the MVP. MVP, yeah. yeah. And and who's probably right behind him? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is probably right there in the mix as well. He's been phenomenal. Again, we're not beating either one of those teams. Could we beat a Dallas? Yeah, probably because they they stink it up in the playoffs. But that's not going to be an easy game to try to win. But right now, if you win the division and lose your first round playoff game, you the best you can pick is nineteenth. Then you go from there. If you if you start winning in the playoffs, your draft position goes even lower. Lower. 404-726-0929. Let's grab Matt out in Villa Rica. What's going on, Matt? Hey, not much. Um, yeah, I don't have any expectations for the Falcons in the playoffs or anything like that, but it would give me a lot of uh, – it would be pretty hilarious to see Skip Bayless and all these national media types lose their mind if the Falcons somehow beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. So that, that, that alone would make, make it all, all worthwhile for me. Yeah, and, and listen, like I said, I mean, would we be favored at home against the Cowboys? Absolutely not. Would that be a 17-point spread? No. I mean, the Cowboys are one of those organizations that find a way to stink it up. And, you know, again, we've seen that plenty of times. It doesn't matter who's the coach, quarterback, anything else. But – that would still be a tall task. And, and I promise you, they would they would turn Micah Parsons loose in a game like that. You see what he looked like again um, last week? He's just – he is a monster. Could we have had him? I'm just curious. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Could we have drafted Micah Parsons? Was he available? He was there. Huh? He was there. Well, 
we didn't draft him? I don't know if a lot of people were expecting Micah to be doing what he's doing right now, though, to be honest. He went, he went like, what, 11th? Yeah. But he was one of the three guys that fit the Falcons most. Panay Sewell, Kyle Pitts, Micah Parsons. Because you needed a guy that could come off the edge. As if we haven't, you know, we've had a whole plethora of those guys, right? Anyway. <sighs> um, but, you know, again, if – if you win the division, you're going to get the 19th draft pick. Uh, Devin out in Kansas City. What's going on, Devin? Trucker, I've been listening to 92.9 The Game for a long time. Grew up in Atlanta, and I noticed that us as Falcons fans, we, we have this cycle to where before the season, if we have an average team, we know we have an average team, we say, you know what, the goal is just to make the playoffs. And then the season starts, and we either win a few games or we lose a few, and – if we win a few, we're Super Bowl bound, and if we lose a few, you know, we need to fire everybody. And so it, it, it's funny how every time that happens, we forget where we started. The beginning of the year, everyone was saying, we just need to make the playoffs. Damn damn the results. Let's get there. We're coming right. off two seven, seven and seven-win seasons. And in the midst of that, we said, you know what, let's evaluate Desmond Ritter at that point, too. We know Desmond started, what, four games last year? Yes. I think he's played a total of like 16 games or something like that. And who we as Falcons fans, I don't know where, where we came off across, like we can just hold people accountable. Like Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter had to grow, you know what I mean? And we knew that coming into the season. So now the, now the, 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 the pick on them say, we need to do this, we need to do that. What happened? To like most pro, most teams, not programs, I meant, and trying to mold, trying to trying to trying to develop quarterbacks, trying to develop a team at that point. Can we honestly say that we put a good team around them? Can we honestly say that we're trying to develop them? I mean, if we're looking for a, the next Pat Mahomes, we don't have the offense because we're good. Or Smith runs the ball 30, 40 times a game. So if you're looking for that type of quarterback, we won't have that. But you can't say that Ritter hasn't grown from when he first started to now. Does he turn the ball over? Yeah, he does that. He's a young quarterback. He's going to do that. But you can't say he hasn't pro- progressively gotten better. And to me, us Falcons fans, I don't know what the hell we just came across like we entitled. We won something to be better than anything. We we should be letting this guy develop. We should be trying to set standards for the team. We two two-star seasons. So this season, we should be just trying to make the playoffs. And I think we got a chance to do that. So let, let's take a break for a minute. And, but here's the only thing is, and I don't disagree with you, but people are going to point to that Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot said this would be a three-year wheel rebuild. That was their terminology. This is year three. That this That this would be by year three – would be when we would turn the corner. And, and I don't disagree with you because, again, I don't think they're that talented of a roster, to be honest with you. And, and I think that there are a lot of guys that have performed well because of the level of competition. We've played a lot of quarterbacks that don't belong in the NFL. Have you seen, by and large, quarterback play against the, against in the NFL? It's dreadful. Quarterback play is dreadful outside of a few guys. Purdy, Mahomes, Hurts, 
The rest of the league, by and large, stinks. Kenny Pickett's a first-round draft pick. They won him out of Pittsburgh, and they're what? Aren't they above 500? Aren't they above 500 right now? They won him out of Pittsburgh. He was a first-round draft pick. Did they give him time? No, but that's the nature of things. And, and we expect everybody to be – see, this is the problem. Everybody thinks that you could just come in the league and be Pat Mahomes and guys like that. Jalen Hurts stunk his first two and a half years. He stunk too. He wasn't any good either. He was a second-round pick. All right, Matt and Michelle, when we come back, we'll talk some college foosball. We'll talk about the playoffs and everything else surrounding it. Also, some uh, tech and Central Florida talk as well. Chuckery hanging out with you here in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show coming to you live on this Tuesday evening as well. The field is set. We know the four teams that are going to be in the college football playoff. Don't really think I agree with all four, but listen, we can uh, debate and discuss all of those things. So let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Matt Merchell. He, of course, is a national college football writer for the Orlando Sentinel. Also covers Central Florida. We'll talk a little bit about that because Georgia Tech going to be taking them on in the Gasparilla Bowl. You can follow Matt on his personal Twitter page, at OS, Matt Merchell. And Matt, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes uh, on the show tonight. And um, I am scratching my head a little bit at the selection of the four teams that um, we're getting for this year's playoff. Yeah, I think this is one of the more controversial years, obviously, since they've uh, you know come up with the playoff in 2014. Uh, I didn't agree with the choice of, leaving Florida State out. I thought that was a bad decision. You know, you have a conference champion that's undefeated. You know, that's kind of the whole purpose of, of what the playoff was supposed to be for, to bump them out for the sake of getting a one-loss, you know, Texas team or a one-loss Alabama team. Just, you know, it, it, it just kind of didn't feel right. And, and I think, obviously, you saw the response from everybody out there. And uh, I, I think it's it's one of those decisions that will come back to haunt this committee for a while. And, you know, I think it's done a little damage to college football in the way fans think about it. But I will say this, it has created a lot of buzz around the sport and a lot of people are talking whether you like it or not about it. So I guess in a way it, it kind of did what it was supposed to do. Well, and here's the thing, Matt, and, and I do agree because college football is unique in the fact that there is always debate and discussion year-round. I mean, that, that really is one of the things about college football that is unique is that there are always arguments to be had. But here's my thing, man, and and tell me if I'm right, wrong, whatever, okay? For 20, 25, 30 years now, okay, all I've heard is handle your business. Take care of your business. Don't leave selections up to the computers in the BCS, Harris Poll, selection committee. I've always heard that for however many decades, not not years, decades now that handle your business on the field 
and everything will work itself out. Well, Florida State did that. Florida State did that. Only one other program did the same thing that Florida State did, and yet they still didn't control their destiny at the end of the day. They still didn't, you know, end up getting, you know, with all of that being just uh, the base bottom line of handle your business. That still wasn't enough. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I think what, what bothers me the most about you know, what's what's gone on is that the you know you're hearing that that some of these the selection committee members talked about you know the reason that Florida State didn't get in was because the idea that you know Jordan Travis wasn't there and they were a different team and then you know they talked about this idea that it wasn't going to make you know they wouldn't have had a chance in the, in the playoff. That's not really should be a deciding factor. You know, I I think a team should be rewarded if you go out and win three games without your starting quarterback. If you win a conference championship without your starting quarterback. I mean, that defense that Florida State put on the field against Louisville was outstanding. And, you know, I mean, what they were able to do to Florida in the second half was outstanding. So I, I find it hard to, to take that, to take that you know, uh, a feeling and, and, and put it out there. And I think that, you know, I knew it was going to be a difficult uh, rankings. I knew it was going to cause controversy. I mean, just based on how many teams we had undefeated going into the final couple weeks. But to not even include a conference champion um, and then, you know, not to really have a good experience a good reason why not you know and I, and I think it's, it's a disservice to, to Florida State and the job that Mike Norvell has done there you know over the last three years turning that program around from where they were at you know to, to have Jordan Travis their starting quarterback who got hurt basically tweet out that he was you know wish he'd broken his leg earlier in the year because that would have changed all that I mean that's 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 heartbreaking that, that puts the onus on a player and it's not fair and I, I, I think the playoff committee got it wrong and and I mean again we'll be talking about this for a while but once they move to that 12-team playoff next year, I think all that kind of disappears. One last question about this. The funny part is Boo Corrigan came out and said – they asked him about Liberty. Why did Liberty get the, the you know, the, the um, uh, what do you call it, the group of five, you know, bid yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And his exact quote, and it's kind of funny, he's like, well, you looked up and they just kept finding a way and winning and winning and winning. <laughs> that was his exact quote, and I'm thinking to myself – didn't Florida State do the same thing? Because Jordan Travis didn't get hurt, you know, five minutes ago. He was out for the last, again, Florida, the S, the uh, ACC champion. Like, again, the same narrative that they used as to why they put Liberty in is the reason that Florida State should have gotten in themselves. Yeah, that's what I mean. That that, that didn't make any sense to me. And I think I think – that's what's frustrating. And, you know, I know people were already frustrated with the process, um, you know, and, and I know people talk about, oh, well, it should have been based on, you know, rank. It should have been based on computers and polls and all that stuff. And, and, I, and I just tell people, I mean, I, I don't think what – if, what if the same thing had happened without the computers, you know I mean? I mean, then it would have been get rid of the computers. I mean, we heard this during the BCS era, mm-hmm. you know, the computers, you know, so there, there is no foolproof system to do this. And I think – that's the thing that, that that's frustrating, and and the fact that they, there is no real, you know, that like I said, when when you're talking about metrics, that's what people want is show me the metrics, and they weren't able to really do that because that's not how they operate. A lot of it's on, on feel, and so um, it says a lot about you know uh, what's going on. And I, and I think the worst part too about this is, is also the fact that the follow up. I mean, listen, we got politicians here in the state of Florida now. Tom, you know, the governor's talking about you know a bill that will you know, put a million dollars aside to sue the college football playoff. And you know, you're talking about creating all these bills. And when you get politicians involved and things like that, I mean, that, that's just not good for the sport. You know I mean? They need, they need to find a way to move past that and, and move on. And it's something that's going to 
it's going to take Florida State a little bit of time for that to happen. Matt Michelle, National College football writer for the Atlanta Sentinel, joining me here on the WaitFord.com hotline. So we saw new NCAA president Charlie Baker. He put out this proposal about, you know, dealing with NIL and, and creating a new system and all this kind of stuff. And I, I listen, I've been on this for years, just of the idea, Matt, that why can't you create a program that you make investments into a, I don't care, whatever you want to call it, an IRA, a 401k, that players can have money set into a system that rewards them not just immediate short term with a car while you're on campus, but help some of these athletes do it for the long term. You know, whether it's right after you graduate or whatever parameters you want to put on. But again, it feels like that this is something that instead of just the immediate gratification, something should be done to kind of help some of these kids through the long term. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's the thing. I, I think that you know, when this the, the NCAA had this this opportunity, you know, several years ago to really kind of step up and try to figure a way how to make this work, and they weren't able to do it, you know. And now they're in a position where they want to, you know, have the government step in and do this. And and, and I know, I mean, listen, the NCAA model is broken. It's been broken for a long time, and it's 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 old and antiquated, and it's still based in the 1950s. You know, now all of a sudden you're looking around and. And things have changed, and, there, and there's going to have to be a way to change it. But you know, if you look at Charlie uh, Charlie Baker's system that he's proposing, I mean, and this is just a very brief, and this isn't even like a, a legislative type thing. It's just it's just kind of a talking point. You're looking at this idea of, of creating a new subdivision where you know the, the, the elite t- uh, programs can enter and find a way to be able to pay their players, you know, above the board, and you know, basically it's it's, it's a new level of play, and and it's almost like a minor league system at that point. And, you know, I was talking, I was looking it over today and I mean, it's not going to have and the have nots. I mean, you know, based on the money that they're talking about that you'd have to put into a trust fund that would be used to, to provide the NIL and provide the, the money for these players. I mean, there aren't a lot, there aren't, there's nobody in the group of five conferences who's going to be able to afford that. And, and there are going to be some teams in the, in the power five conferences that may not be able to afford that because you're talking in some cases, you know, upwards to, to 30, $40 million a year. And so, it's. I mean, again, you, you wish that the system could kind of go back to where it was, um, but I think we're long past that point. And, and you know, we, I do want. I do think it's important to help. You know, obviously, uh, you know, the athletes. But yeah, there has to be a better way to do it. Well, I, I I've said this though too, Matt. Why not let the conferences themselves decide? Like, if if you have a conference like the SEC that's handing out thirty-five million dollar checks to Alabama, Georgia and Kentucky and Vanderbilt, okay? And this came up in the Washington Post years ago. If you look at the salaries of non-football coaches, track and field coaches at Kentucky, softball coaches, baseball coaches, there are more millionaire ADs now. There's like three times as many millionaire ADs as even 10, 15 years ago. The money's there in these conferences that if they can pay a track coach $475,000 like they do at Kentucky, then the money is there to do some of these things. And that's been my bugaboo is why not let these conferences, and again, if they're all unique, then they're all unique. But that's the way if you got the money, 
then you should be able to distribute it however you want to distribute it. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, when you, when you look at it, that, that would be, you know, to me, I've always felt like instead of relying on the government, you know, that, that's, I'm with you. I think it should, go, it should go to the conference level, you know, where you decide how, how NIL is established, how, that, how that's worked, how you can be able to do what you can do. Because, you know, I, I think it's unfair to, in some cases, to, to expect the government to do that. I mean, you know, we already have enough problems in our country, and I don't mean that, you know, the, 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 the government's concerned with that. I just don't think NIL is one of those issues. You know what I mean? And, and I think when it comes down to it, there, there has to be a, a better way or a form to do it uh, that would help make the, the sport still remain competitive and, and not get to a point where you're, it's unbalanced and everyone is just rushing to where all the money's at. And, and I mean, you know, talking with people, I mean, it's, 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 it's difficult. It's a difficult problem. And, and no one has been able to come up with any solution that sounds, that sounds great. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think the problem is part of that is also, too, let's not forget, we're talking about athletic administrators. These guys aren't necessarily, in some cases, financial wizards. And, you know, to sit down and, and come up with this plan, um, I mean, the, the, the collective plan is, isn't great either. You know, I mean, that's something that, that needs to be worked out. So I, I think, yeah, I would, I would love to see some form tweaks, you know, but I don't know about this overall building a new, a new, a new uh, subdivision or a new division in, in football. I don't know if that really would help. Um, maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. I mean, I think in, in no way, shape, or form, we're outside the amateur a, a, a athleticism uh, box, and we're getting more into professionalism. And I think that's just unfortunately the direction we're headed. Matt, uh, Central Florida, Georgia Tech going to meet up in the Gasparilla Bowl. I know you cover Central Florida. I thought it was interesting because um, uh, Gus Malzahn had his presser today talking about it, and this has been the thing that I have talked about all year long and especially Chad Bishop is the beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. We have discussed this all year long, that this is the first time since maybe <laughs> Joe Hamilton or Goose Gotsy or somebody like that, that Georgia Tech has had a quarterback. And I don't mean a guy that's an athlete playing the quarterback position. I mean a kid who is a legitimate quarterback prospect. And you may have to go back all that way back and Gus Malzahn talked about it. You know, he can beat you with his legs. He can beat you throwing the football. That's been the difference to me in Georgia Tech is they have got that position at least for now figured out to where it's not just a hodgepodge of plug somebody in. This kid is Haynes King is a legitimate quarterback prospect. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, that's that's been a huge help for them. You know, I mean, I think that's been the problem, as you mentioned, over the last couple of years is that, you know, You've seen four or five players put in that quarterback spot, and you're just not going to find success. That's that's not how it's going to work. And eventually, you know, you, you you know whether it's through recruiting or the transfer portal, you've got to find somebody and, and get them in that spot. And once they get going, it's it's then about building the pieces around it. I think that's what Georgia Tech has been able to do this year. I mean, this to me, this is a good game. I mean, I, I think this is a much better game than no offense to Duke than the UCF Duke game that was proposed. You know, before you know before the ACC stepped in and moved some things around. You know. Because um, I think you know Georgia Tech wants to win this game. This is a game. It's important to, to finish off with a big win. You know UCF's in that same boat. You know they they would like to be, have a winning record going into the, the second season in the Big 12. You know they they finished strong, winning three of the last four games. They feel like a win uh, in this bowl game will help you know get them to that next step, build some momentum. Um, but it's difficult. You know I mean I wrote a story just a little bit ago, and, and we that you know I mean Gus talked about. It's a, it's a challenging time, and the month of December is a challenging time for coaches right now. You know, I mean, you I mean Gus barely got off an airplane and was, was talking to us about the bowl game. I mean, because he's been out recruiting, and 
I'm, I'm sure Brett Key's been that way as well. You know, you're out recruiting. You're trying to keep your players there with the transfer portal. You don't want your, your players to leave, but you're also trying to get guys that maybe can help you next year. Um, and then you got the high school, you know, early signing period coming up in December 20th. So this is a busy time. And so coaches are trying to figure a way to create that good balance. Um, and it's difficult. And, uh, you know, I mean, again, it, it's, it's an amazing thing. I mean, we just talked about NIL for, for 10 minutes, you know, for, for five minutes or so about NIL, you know, what, how important NIL is for everyone. So I think you're seeing that at every level. And then not to mention the storylines we got with Brent Key playing against, against his former team and, mm-hmm. you know, having that connection there as well. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a good matchup for the, both these schools. And, and last question for you, Matt, which is about 30 seconds left. The other byproduct about Florida State not getting in is this whole bowl season for the ACC got all discombobulated because – Everybody started moving down a notch. And to your point, you were talking about who they were going to play. We didn't get the announcement until late for even this game. Um, but that was the other byproduct is the ACC was kind of thrown into flux about who was going to go where for their bowl game. Yeah, you know, and then it got into the point where they were fighting over Notre Dame. Uh-huh. You know, you, you see the story where they threw the – basically had to draw a name out of the hat. You know, they had to put, someone had to draw – and the Sun, the Sun Bowl got it. You know what I mean? So – this was a weird, uh, yeah. That's the latest I've ever had a bowl, you know, bowl decision kind of, kind of come down. And uh, but again, I think this is it's an important postseason for the ACC. I mean, they want to obviously show out because it hasn't hasn't gone maybe nearly as well as they thought it was going to go. Matt Marshall, National College Football Writer for the Orlando Sentinel, also covers Central Florida. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page at OS Matt Marshall. And he joined me here on the waitforward.com hotline. Matt, as always, buddy, appreciate the conversation. Thanks uh, for joining me this season. And uh, we will certainly chat again soon as we uh, get through these bowl matchups. Sounds good. You got it. John Chuck, we will be back. Sports Radio, Nights on the Game, Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.